What's up, you guys? Welcome back to YA at Heart. This is the extra content episode. It's Morgan here, and I am doing a solo review on Neon Gods by Katie Robert. You guys, y'all tried to tell me. You tried to warn me, and let me just say, I did not believe it. I did not believe the hype. And now I'm a believer. I couldn't leave it. Like this is this is my shit, y'all. Let me go ahead and read the synopsis before we get into it. He was supposed to be a myth, but from the moment I crossed the river sticks and fell under his dark spell, he was quite simply mine. Society darling, Persephone. Okay, I'm about to fuck up this name. Demetrio plans to escape the ultra-modern city of Olympus and start over far from the backstabbing politics of the 13 houses. But all that's ripped away when her mother ambushes her with an engagement to Zeus, the dangerous power behind their glittering city's dark facade. Jesus, sorry, y'all. I'm a drinking. Y'all gotta excuse me. (laughs) With no options left, Persephone flees to the forbidden Undercity and makes a devil's bargain with the man she once believed a myth, a man who awakens her to a world she never knew existed. Hades has spent his life in the shadows, and he has no intention of stepping into the light. But when he finds that Persephone can offer a little slice of revenge he spent years craving, it's all the excuse he needs to help her for a price. Yet, every breathless night spent tangled together has given Hades a taste for Persephone, and he'll go to war with Olympus itself to keep her close. So obviously, this is a modern retelling of Hades and Persephone that's as sinful as it is sweet. Let me tell you, girl, that that last line, that don't lie. That do not lie. Now, I like a little spice, okay? I just got into reading spice, um, what, like in December? And my first book introduction was from Blood and Ash. Now, granted, that doesn't have a lot of spice, but you know, it has more than what I've read. Now I'm getting into stuff like this. I think my my spice radar definitely lands in the middle. Like I don't I don't want it to be like completely without spice unless I'm reading like a YA book and there's like sexual tension and that's fine. But I definitely don't want it to be like the Never King. That shit was cringy as fuck. Like I couldn't even. But this this was kind of perfect for me. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I have the red tabs here and the red tabs label like each spicy scene. This was good. This was smut with a plot. Brain blown. Like I like to have smut with a plot. So I really like this book. Needless to say, I would give it, sorry, we're changing our rating system. It's not going to be five stars. It's going to be hearts. So I would give it five hearts. Persephone, It's different from how she's explained in A Touch of Darkness. And I know those are two completely different authors. I'm not trying to compare them. I'm just comparing the retellings themselves. This is more modern, I believe. In these books, they're not actually like gods. They're humans. But their title, let's say, um, for example, Zeus. He's not the only Zeus. Like if he passes away, there's another person, his son, who's going to te- who's going to take over the title as Zeus. Whoever that person marries will then be named the Hera. So it's more of like a, a power structure, if you will. So I really like that about the book. It's completely modern. I love Persephone's um, characterization in this book. She's not like super sunny and super sweet. Like that's her persona for the tabloids and her persona for the role that she's supposed to play for her mother. But when she meets Hades, she can kind of take off 
that facade and be, I guess, more herself, explore more of what she wants to explore, what she felt like she could never do before. She's a little, she's a little kinky. She's a little bit of a badass. And I like it. I like that, that version of her. Also, this Hades, Lord of mercy, this Hades, love him so much better. Love him so much better. He's not like morally gray, but it explains all of his past and why he does the things that he does. And it also, yes, illuminates him as the good hearted person behind the, you know, exterior of toughness and you fuck with the undercity and I'll like chop off your balls or your head or some shit like that. But you can see how much of a hen mother he is with Persephone. Like he knows that he's not supposed to care about her, but he's just like, he can't help but taking care of her and their dynamic and their relationship. It's just, it's so fun. And it's so funny. Um, also it was really interesting for the first time to read about a public sex scene. Um, uh, I still don't know how I feel about it. I don't hate it. I'm kind of in the middle. Um, it was interesting to say the least. So yeah, spice rating would probably be maybe a three, four chili peppers. Um, I feel like it's not as much spice as the King of Battle and Blood. Like it did actually focus on the plot, which I really loved. Um, So yeah, I would probably give it like a, a, actually, you know what, between a three and a four. But yeah, I definitely recommend this if you guys want to go and pick it up. Again, by Katie Robert. I also just picked up Electric Idol. Your girl is about to be on a reading bonanza or bonanza, whatever that word is. So yeah, if you guys want to pick it up, definitely pick it up. You guys can key key with me about the parts that you like, the parts you didn't like, and you know, just have a discussion about it. Anywho, thank you for joining in to this special episode. Don't forget to follow us on social media, YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok, and at YA at Heart Pod on Twitter. And as always, stay YA at heart. Bye.